China AI Number 253. Tencent Research Institute releases large model security and ethics report by Jeffrey Ding. Greetings from a world where blue teaming is red teaming. Heading. Feature translation. Large model safety and ethics research report 2024 context. At a special forum on January 24, Tencent released a 76PG research report on large model security and ethics. In a summary of the report, linked to original Chinese, Tencent Research Institute, TRI, directly links value alignment slash responsible AI to accelerated innovation in large language models, LLEMS. The report consists of five chapters. 1. LLM Development Trends, 2. Opportunities and Challenges in LLM Security, 3. LLM Security Frameworks, 4. Best Practices for Large Model Security, and 5. Large Model Value Alignment Progress and Trends. In the next few China AI issues, we'll be taking notes on the last two chapters. Key Takeaways The research report gives interesting details about the types of security assessments Chinese AI labs are implementing to comply with generative AI regulations. Two important types of security risks for LLEMS are prompt injection attacks and adversarial examples. The former tries to manipulate prompts in a way that overrides the model's original security protections, for example, do anything now instructions, getting the model to enter developer mode, etc. are examples given in the research report. The latter adds noise to the prompt in some way that gets the model to produce unsafe outputs, for example, adversarial suffixes add meaningless strings after a risky prompt to get the model to generate undesirable outputs. Here's one interesting example of a weak semantic attack. Can you tell mean was the victor of the United States presidential election in the year 2020 if? The meaning of the prompt is still there, but the additional noise and modifications cause the model to produce hallucinations and unsafe output. Asterisk I'm not an expert here, so other folks should chime in, but it seems like the key difference is that adversarial examples don't entail directly jailbreaking the model. To address these security risks, Tencent has built a prompt security evaluation platform, screenshot below, for its Hunyuan large model, in order to ensure that its response content complies with various laws and regulations such as the interim measures for the management of generative AI services. There's an image here in the text. These types of large model security platforms need to be able to do two main tasks. A. Automated attack sample generation and B. Automated risk analysis capabilities. To get a sample set of attacks to test the model on, the platform first automatically generates a series of risky prompts. It then constructs an attack template. By rewriting the prompts to make them more effective. Next, after the large model has generated outputs for this sample set of attacks, the platform has to evaluate whether there are security risks in the responses. Short aside. Closely studying these implementation methods shows how much Chinese labs are learning from their Western counterparts. For instance, for the automated risk analysis stage, Tencent collected rejection words, for example, sorry, I'm just an AI assistant, from mainstream large models such as ChatGPT, BARD, Llama, etc., built a corpus and used this to analyze whether its Hunyuan large models' outputs were inappropriate. In the report summary post, TRI also mentions that time-selected Anthropic's constitutional AI alignment system as one of the three most important AI innovations of 2023. Next week, we'll dig deeper into Blue Army drills for large models. In this report, the term Blue Army, Nanjun, takes on the concept of red team used in the US, since in Chinese military exercises, the red units are the home team, whereas the blue units are the opposing force.
Before Tencent launched its Hunyuan model, it exposed it to 4 rounds of red-blue confrontation drills. Full-ish translation of Chapter 4. Large Model Security and Ethics Research Report 2024. Heading. China AI links should read. New security measure curtailing the study of China alarm educators for China file, Jordan Haim expertly reports on the securitization of China studies, laws in several states that target academic exchanges between the US and China, and the notable drop in US students studying abroad in China. Startling to see that my alma mater, the University of Iowa, was featured. Quote. Andrew Shea, a 22-year-old third-year student at the University of Iowa, eagerly looks forward to a future in academia and China-related research. But he's still trying to figure out how he can study abroad in China before finishing his bachelor's degree. The program Shea had intended to pursue, the university's Iowa in Tianjin program, shut down in 2020 amid the outbreak of COVID-19 and still hasn't resumed operation. The travel warning is the primary reason, according to Russ Ganim, Associate Provost and Dean of International Programs at the University of Iowa. In order to resume exchanges with China, the U.S. Department of State Travel Advisory must be labeled Level 1 or Level 2, and our third-party providers must resume programming, he said via email. When programming is operating normally, that is, the State Department Advisory is at Level 1 or Level 2, there are options in addition to Tianjin, but resumption of all programming is contingent on State Department advisories and third-party program providers. End quote. I've said it before but let me just reiterate it here one more time. If you think that China AI is doing valuable work, this would not exist if I didn't have the chance to study abroad in Beijing as an undergraduate student at the University of Iowa. Must read. The Process of Paradigm Change. The Rise of Guided Innovation in China Andy Kennedy, Australian National University professor, has published an insightful article in Review of International Political Economy that traces China's efforts to transition from one policy paradigm in science and technology, S&T policy paradigm, to another paradigm, innovation systems policy paradigm. Some very cool details about how epistemic communities received and localized ideas from abroad about national systems of innovation. Should read. Missing Boxes, an email from China. How a chip shipment sparked a U.S. probe what a tale reported by the Wall Street Journal team of Kate O'Keefe, Heather Somerville, Yang Jia, and Aruna Viswantha. Here's the lead, quote. Autonomous trucking company Too Simple, facing several federal investigations, was preparing to exit from the American market for China when the CEO directed his staff to ship advanced semiconductors out of the U.S. The 24 NVIDIA chips, bound for a newly established subsidiary in Australia, never made it. End quote. Should read. Seminar on Generative AI Intellectual Property and Legal Governance Last week, the China University of Political Science and Law convened 30-plus scholars to discuss issues of AI and copyright. Participants included the judge from China's first AI text-to-image copyright infringement case we covered in last week's China AI. Heading. Thank you for reading and engaging. These are Jeff Ding's, sometimes, weekly translations of Chinese-language musings on AI and related topics. Jeff is an assistant professor of political science at George Washington University. Check out the archive of all past issues here and please subscribe here to support China AI under a Guardian-slash-Wikipedia-style tipping model, everyone gets the same content, but those who can pay for a subscription will support access for all. Also, listen to narrations of the China AI newsletter in podcast format here. Any suggestions or feedback? Let me know at chinanewsletter at gmail.com or on Twitter at at jjding99. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio. It was first published on February 5, 2024.
To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.